Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, here we go. It's the 1 o'clock hour on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself taking you to 2 o'clock. Bama Bob will chime in at about one thirty-five. Blair Kirkhoff in about oh, 10 minutes or so. We will talk Big 12 with Blair and look forward to doing so. Trent Lolo Jones back in the news again. What? Yep, she's going to, she's leaving the bobsled behind. Actually, Lolo, bobsled left you behind. Sure. Uh, but she's um, she's moving on from her career in the bobsled team where she failed to qualify uh, for the upcoming Olympics. But she's going back to track and field where she hopes to compete and will do so at the age of 38. Mm-hmm. She has no chance in hell to make this team, Trent. She hasn't uh, the last time. That's why she switched to the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Uh, but look, at she's going to try and extend her sponsors, try and string them along for mm-hmm. another what would it be, another three years, two years, whatever it is, until we get to the uh, Summer Olympics in 2020. I'm not killing her. She's had a remarkable career. But you know what? It's over. It's yeah. absolutely over, and it has been for some time. Um, but if her sponsors want to keep writing her checks as she continues this facade of trying to make a uh, uh, the Summer Olympics of 2020, more power to her. You know, when I moved here, didn't know who Lolo Jones was. Uh, moved here 10 years ago and okay uh, oh this is a great story Mm -hmm. this is a really cool story growing up you know tough environment coming up going to lsu to run track and and turning into an olympia this is favorite in beijing this is a great story i've been labeled in the past a a lolo hater and it's not true love the story now what it's kind of morphed into is annoying at times what bothered me more than anything though was the way that the the local sports media, the guys, fawned over her in creepy, uncomfortable Really? Ways. It bothered me. Do I name names? <laughs> you, you just turn your dial a little bit and you're going to see many of them. Uh-huh. Or here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or see mm-hmm. on television. Okay, yeah. It bothered me. It was, it was just, it was too far. It was too creepy. It always bothered me. And in a way, it led to me becoming annoyed with Lolo, Lolo Jones. Lolo fatigue set in earlier for you than perhaps most yes, of the others. Yeah, I just, it, it made me so uncomfortable the way that she was talked about. She's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. We all get that. But let's slow down. The creepy factor and, and the people doing it. Maybe also added a little bit yeah, of element you know, to it. I never noticed it. Maybe it's because I don't watch the local stuff. But. It, well, and it was it was radio too. It was an, yeah, an old I, morning show in the market. Oh, well, it, well, I could see that one. Yeah. And it just it always struck me as just I think so. His name is creepy. So <laughs> so uncomfortable, yeah. and uh, so that's what led down the road for me. But hey, best of luck to her. I hope it happens. Mm, it's, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. She has no chance. 
And we gave Lolo. Do you want to make the Olympic trials? For three minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mel Kuyper's first uh, mock draft of the year is out. And the reason mm. I bring it up is because there are a bunch of quarterbacks on it. And there's a Hawkeye on it. Uh, Josh Jackson has elevated himself into the top 15, according to Mel Kuyper, who has done this for a while. And certainly of all the... Uh, draft nicks, if you will, that uh, the mock draft prognosticators, I don't know how many gets right, but he's been doing it for a long time. And when he puts out his first mock, people pay attention to it. And lo and behold, there's Josh Jackson, 15 overall to Arizona. So last time... Who need a quarterback, by the way, but we'll maybe yeah. we'll take a cornerback. Last time a uh, Iowa cornerback was selected that highly in the draft. Do you remember? An Iowa quarterback taken that high in the draft. And, uh, in fact, drafted by the Cardinals. I'll give you an extra hint. No, I mean, I remember Sanders going. Was it? That was second round. Okay. Uh, Help me. No, give me a hint. Tom Knight. Tom Knight. I would have never got that. He was the eighth overall pick. His NFL career was not very good. I completely forgot about him. He was a top ten pick. Wow. It is a wow. <laughs> it is a, that is that is a wow. So outside of offensive linemen, I'm trying to think. Dallas Clark was a late first round, what, 24 overall, mm, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Let's say top 20, though. Has there been anybody else that's gone in the top 20? Not other than, you said the magic words, other than offensive linemen. Claiborne was a first round, but that was in the 20s? Yeah, I don't think so, Trent. It's kind of crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. All the good players that have come through there. Chad Greenway was what? 22? Or was he a tad earlier? It could have been the T. That's a good one. That's a good one. Let's look here. And missed his his, his rookie season as he got hurt in camp. Chad Greenway, pick 17. There, there you, you go. go. That's ding, a good ding, ding. pull. Couldn't get Tom Knight, but you got yeah, no. Green, Greenway at 17. Tom Knight, wow. But they're... Not a ton of them. No. They've got a bunch of quarterbacks going early. Josh Allen, number one overall. Josh that's Rosen, silly. two. That, that, that's silly. Josh Allen. He ha- he didn't have in a lot of support. Around. Now, I watched his bowl game, Trent, mm-hmm. and the bowl game impressed me. Was it the bowl game I watched? when I watched him late in the year. Or was it the, maybe it was the conference championship? Anyways, late in the year I saw Josh. He was completely different than he was week one against Iowa mm-hmm. when he was just overwhelmed. He was banged up early in the year. supporting. It was mm-hmm. a very young cast around mm-hmm. him, too. Remember they started that their center was about 255 pounds in the yeah, middle. That's not going to cut it. Right, right. They lost all his weapons from the year before, including one guy that left early for the draft. So you could understand it early on. I just... Look at his numbers against Power 5 competitions. It's bad. The last mm-hmm. two years, it's bad. And now he's the number one pick. I understand well, he's got the tools. Right. And he's going to do, apparently, at this point, he's not going to duck anything. He's going to do the combine. That's he's good. going to I do like every that. opportunity that he gets to showcase himself. He's going to take advantage of it. So so we'll see. Because I don't think Rosen will. Um, Darnold, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Baker Mayfield, to, to me, is the wild card in all of yes, this. Yes, yes. I, mean, I never thought... Until maybe probably November, that he was going to be even a first round draft mm-hmm. because of the knocks. Mm-hmm. Did Deshaun stature. Watson help him? That's a good one, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's a good one, yeah. Because I wasn't, I wasn't sold on him, and look what he did for while yep. he was playing. Because because it's easy to start. I mean, it was Tom Savage's job out of training yes, camp. Remember yeah. that? It's easy to go with the the Drew Brees comp, right? Yeah, but different player, different. Yeah, yeah. more movement to right, his game, way more. Requisite arm strength, mm-hmm. attitude. You love it in the quarterback. He's got it. This yeah. is a guy that'll piss in the shower. Yes, yes. He, uh, 
I like Mayfield. Now, I liked him a lot more when I thought you'd get him in the third or fourth round. Mm-hmm. No, he's in the first round for sure. Yeah. I would be I would be concerned. Where do your Bears draft again? They're just uh, seven. Uh, Mel Kuyper's got Calvin Ridley, Alabama, number eight <laughs> overall eight. to the Chicago Bears. They need receivers. Uh, let's uh, help the Packer fans out in the audience. UT San Antonio. Defensive end. Okay. Uh, so you're going small school. You're going to take him first round 14 overall. Other locals, the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they don't have a first round pick. They no. give it to Buffalo. Yes. They're screwed. In fact, they got very few draft picks. They do. And Mel Kuyper has the Vikings losing the Super Bowl, okay. therefore drafting 31 overall. The Patriots draft 32. Come on, Mel. <laughs> Uh, the Vikings have a, a an offensive tackle, Connor Williams. He had a nice career uh, from Texas going going there. So fun to look at these things it is. when they first come out. But anyone that still is uh, contemplating whether Josh Jackson did the right thing, and if you're doing so, you're doing so with a selfish intent. It can be nothing else because this is a top 15 pick, according to Mel Kuyper. Uh, Blair Kirkhoff is a top 15. In fact, he's better than that, Trent. Oh, yes. He's next. We'll do a lot of Big 12 with uh, Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City star. We'll do some Royal stuff uh, as well and look forward to doing that with Blair. He's on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Home and Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is now filling Des Moines area positions. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is hiring full-time merchandisers to provide high-quality merchandising support for Dr. Pepper Snapple Group brands to retail stores within an assigned territory. Apply online at dpsg.com careers. That's dpsg.com careers. Or click the link on their website. Join the Dr. Pepper team and receive a $500 sign-on bonus. Wouldn't you like to be a Pepper too? Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, an equal opportunity employer. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer, to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. 
buy one of my my pillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. As a poop emoji, I see a lot of crap out on the road. But if you get in a car and don't wear a seatbelt, you're being a real head. Buckle up and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals. And we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conner and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Let's get to Kansas City, shall we? One of our favorite guests. We get him about once a month. Uh, we're certainly appreciative of the time he gives us. He's Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City star. Uh, Blair, Trent Conner, Ken Miller in Des Moines. Thank you for coming on, Blair. How are you? I'm doing okay. Hope you guys are doing all right. Absolutely doing fine. So are the Kansas Jayhawks basketball-wise. I didn't look as then. Look, there's a long way to go because the top is so good. Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma, even K-State. Uh, and, and TCU's better than their record indicates. But that win uh, in Morgantown the other night, that opened a lot of eyes and maybe not so fast as far as the demise of the Kansas Jayhawks. How about that, Blair? Yeah, I, I, that's a good way of putting it. Um, you know, they're, they're, here they are uh, when they entered the week, coming off of a one-point survival at home against Kansas State. People just thought, you know, it's uh, they're lucky to be tied for first. And now, you know, four four days later, five days later, 
they're in first place all by themselves with uh, with West Virginia, Texas Tech, and and Oklahoma losing. So I, I'm I'm not ready to to pronounce them the favorite in the Big Twelve, even at the quarter, you know, the third poll of the season. They've been vulnerable in Allen Fieldhouse, which is which is odd. They with a one point win over K State. Iowa State took them to the to the final minute, and 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 they lost. Never never led against Texas Tech at home. So for that reason, I'm not I'm not giving it to KU yet. But the, the, but they're trending up for sure, and it is a, a fantastically competitive conference this year. Blair, you got a magic number: fourteen and four, thirteen and five. <sighs> A four-way tie at 12-6. and I mean, how far are we going to go through just the depth of this ridiculous conference to even get a share of the title? Yeah, I I think, I'll tell you what, I do think 14-4 would do it. Um, And um, and, and that's that's done it most years. Mm -hmm. Now, I think Kansas was 16-2 last year, and they've had a couple of 16-2s in this this, uh, era of the the 10-team league. But uh, I think 14 of 4, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if other teams, uh, a team or teams matched that. Um, you know, Tech had been, up until last night, Texas Tech had been playing so well. Uh, I didn't get to see that game, but, uh, but uh, that was, um, you know, it's a tough loss for the, for the Red Raiders. They hadn't been doing much of anything wrong in their, in their Big 12 uh, schedule. So, um, but... They have a chance to do something. You know, they're the only team right now that has a chance to do something that hasn't been done. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think, at least maybe since the first or second year of Bill Self, and that sweep Kansas during the regular season. Mm. Uh, I, I think Iowa State did it back in '04 or '05, maybe, or it might might have been before that. But um, but but nobody has. That's that's an amazing stat when you think about it. Not losing, not getting swept in the regular season yep. series, and. And Tech, having won in Lawrence, will have a chance to do that by beating the Jayhawks in Lubbock. Hmm. West Virginia is a team to me, Blair, that um, they're so good defensively, uh, blocking shots, doing what it takes, to just to shut down, make it, just make it really tough on teams to, to get to the basket and, and, to, and to run their offense. They're, they're clueless on the other side of the floor. Um, they really, they, I mean, they, they should be better. If they were better, I think that they might be able to put them some distance between themselves and the rest of this conference. That's how much I like Huggins' team defensively. But offensively, Blair, um, they're, they're lacking. They are, and I, but I would still say um, if, if, if it's not Tech as the team that could overtake Kansas, it is West Virginia despite what happened on Monday in Morgantown. Just because they, they are experienced. Uh, they're, they're a phenomenal defensive team. Uh, Javon Carter is a leader, even though he shot the ball so poorly on, on Monday night. and has actually had a couple of poor shooting games for, for the Mountaineers. Uh, they did fall apart offensively in the second half. Um, they, you know, here they are. They're the ones that are supposed to be the aggressors on defense. But it was Kansas in the final ten minutes of that game that turned the turned the tide on them. And you know, the biggest play of that game was Devontae Graham stripping Javon Carter, taking it to the basket, and drawing Carter's fourth foul, getting him out of the game. So, uh, so Kansas showed it could play a little defense too. I, I think that. But I think defense travels, and I think defense will will keep West Virginia in every game this year. I think the Jayhawks depend a little too much on on its perimeter shooting. 
And if you live by that, you can die by that as well. Uh, you saw Trey Young in person uh, at K-State. Just, what did they do, Blair? I mean, teams have had so much difficulty trying to limit the phenom, yet um, the Wildcats were able to do a, a, a very good job of doing so. What did they do? And what will other teams learn from K-State's win the other night uh, in, in resounding fashion? I mean, this wasn't a fluke. This was, this was theirs from start to finish. How did they shut down Trey Young? You're right. It was it was a marvel of, a, of an effort by Kansas State. And it, first of all, it, I, I was surprised by it because of the way K-State had lost Saturday at Kansas. I, I just thought that um, that was going to demoralize them to a point that, it, you know, one loss could have beaten them twice. And, uh, and Bruce Weber showed me something. Even though he kind of whined after the KU game, uh, the fact that the they Fischella got, thing, um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, the Freshella thing. And uh, but but they obviously had some productive you know practice on on Sunday and Monday to carry into Tuesday, and, and you're right. They Kansas State was they, they led that game by 14 after about 10 minutes. Oklahoma battled back and took a brief one point lead, but the Wildcats opened it up again before the end of the first half, and then just shot lights out in the second half. I mean, over 70 percent. And I, I I think what I learned about OU seeing them in person for the first time is. They're only an average defensive team, and if you can somehow take Trey Young out of his comfort zone, which is what the Wildcats did, they doubled him up high, and um, and and they the what Bruce Weber said is he wanted the other Oklahoma players to have to make layups against them, and 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 K State was just blanketed the other guys even after double teaming uh, Trey Young, they were able to, to to put bodies on everybody else, and so they Trey Young ended up with twelve turnovers in this game, which we found out later was the, the most by a major college player in a game since 1999. And so many times she was throwing the ball into the stands, um, you know, trying, to make a, trying to make a pass that wasn't there or just overthrowing a guy. And I, I, give, I give credit to K-State's blanket defense uh, on, on, on the other Oklahoma players and then just forcing Trey Young into some uh, uncomfortable positions. He didn't shoot the ball well. He, he didn't pass the ball well. And you can live with a handful of turnovers if you're scoring 30 points a game. I think you can live with seven or eight turnovers in a game as long as the team's only turning it over 10, 11, 12 times. But you can't live with 12 turnovers. That, that's just ridiculous. And, um, and it changed the way I thought about Kansas State. And I know they went up to Ames and had an impressive win early mm-hmm. on. And, yep. um, and, and now to hold, hold serve at home against a, a good Oklahoma team, I'm not so sure Kansas State's not an NCAA it, not at least on the on the path to becoming an NCAA tournament team. They still have to show me a little more, but uh, I've, I've been impressed. I, this this was a good week for K State to lose at Lawrence by one, and then to beat Oklahoma as big as they did. Blair, uh, <laughs> I want to get your perspective on this. I, I'm still. We know this conference is the best in the country. The depth is ridiculous. I'm still struggling finding any of these teams that I could see winning a national title. And and the more that I think about it, I know college basketball might be a little flawed this year, but even Final Four teams, it seems like there's still a big hiccup for all these teams. Can you make an argument a team that you feel can contend for a national championship? No, I'll tell you, Trent, I'm with you on that. and I've been, I've been telling people that as well, that I'm mm. not so sure that, uh, that there is a Final Four team in the Big 12. And look, the history's on your side since there's only been one since, what, 2012 right. uh, you know, with OU a couple years ago with the Buddy Heel team. So, you know, you never know. Maybe a bracket will collapse and, and, a, and a Big 12 team will get through somehow. But, um, you know, when I watch Duke or, or um, uh, certainly Villanova, 
and even Purdue recently. I, I just I think, boy, I'd, that's a, that'd be a tough matchup for you know the, for KU or for West Virginia or, or OU. And um, but but what what we do have is you know I, I, March is obviously the fantastic month. We all love March basketball. We love the conference tournament. We love the NCAA tournament and. And, and some have suggested, and they're, and they're not wrong when they say this, they suggest that it's come at the expense of the regular season, that college basketball regular season is just, you know, just not worth it. it you know, you, everybody waits till March, and they, they just kind of tolerate December, January, February. But in the Big 12, that's different. I, I think the Big 12 is, has all kinds of drama, and the games so far have been so competitive, and road teams are having success. There's a lot to pay attention to and to like about what, the Big 12 has to offer compared to the Big 10, the SEC, even the ACC for, for most of the games because the Big 12 is good at the bottom, it's good in the middle, and it's, it's above average to, you know, uh, very good at the top. So that's what the Big 12 is giving us. So when, you know, when, when the Big 12 ends up going, you know, gets their seven teams in and, and goes nine and seven in the NCAA tournament with two teams, you know, maybe losing in the, in the, in the Elite Eight, then, uh, then you know, we'll look back and say, oh, it was, it was, even though they gave us a good regular season, it was something of a failure. I don't know. I think if, as long as you're enjoying the competitiveness of, of, of regular season play, and, you, and if, you're in the, if you're a Big 12 basketball follower, you absolutely are doing that, then I, I think it's all worthwhile. And, and if there is the postseason success in terms of advancing through the bracket, then that ends up being a bonus for the Big 12 this year. Blair, we have one minute left. Uh, if Royals fans in the listening audience, I mean, it's just got to be killing them, waiting for the the inevitable, right? The Moustakas, Kane, and, and Hosmer. Um, they're not all coming back for sure, and maybe you get one. It's got to be killing them. They're just get it over with almost, right? Uh, is there a chance really, that one yeah. of them comes back? Yeah, there is. and But you're right. that It is, um, you know, it's pins and needles when it comes to what's going on with the Royals. Yeah. You know, usually hot stove talk is, um, you know, it's, it, 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 you, you, t- you t- tolerate that to get to spring training, but, you know, people can't get enough hot stove talk. They're, they're you know, they're, they're locked in on all the rumors and, yeah. um, and, and waiting for just any, any morsel of information to come out on, on these guys. And I don't, I don't know. It seems like the longer it goes on, um, the, the more it's, you know, it, the, 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 the greater of the chance of, uh, of one of them, uh, and likely Eric Hosmer resigning with the Royals, if not for the long term, then maybe inking a one-year deal and, and taking his chances again in, in next year's off season. But there's also a school of thought in Kansas City that the, the Royals might be better off if all three of them were to leave to get their their big contracts, so the Royals can get the compensation picks. Mm-hmm. You know, that come after the first round because there's a you know look they they had Hosmer Mustakas and Kane last year and finished 80 and 82 that's fair um so uh i you know there, there there's a sentiment that you know look if you if you brought one or some of those guys back the the attendance would be would be good the jersey sales would be good the marketing would be good all that's true but um i i tend to think that this is a team that really does need to replenish in the uh, its its farm system and and you do that by getting picks and you get additional picks uh, in free agent compensation, and, and I think that's the, the, the more preferred way to go for the Royals. Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City star. Thank you, Blair. Love talking to you. Look forward to doing it again.
Sounds good. Take care, guys. Thank you. Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City Star. We'll take a timeout. We found some college football topics to run by Bama Bob, as we'll do every couple of weeks because um, you get a college football fix, and we'll do so even in the offseason. That's next. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. 152 pulse-pounding games, 340 blasts of the goal horn as puck met net, and 880,000 fans who visited Wells Fargo Arena to cheer on the team. For four seasons, we've called Des Moines home. So as we celebrate five years strong, Iowa Wild is proud to say, hockey lives here. The puck drops Friday at 7 and Saturday at 6. Friday is Military Appreciation Night featuring a bobblehead giveaway presented by KGGO and $2 beer. Saturday, enjoy a post-game concert by Cassidy Pope. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters, 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. 
more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Fourth and five, the national championship on the line right here. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Vince Young scores. Hey, welcome back. Final segment here of a Thursday edition of the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Full football show tomorrow. Uh, Paul Allen, really looking forward to the PA. He's had, a, uh, I guess, one of the uh, best weeks of his career, I would think, Trent, with uh, all the accolades coming his way. The Minneapolis Miracle. Uh, Paul Allen tomorrow brought to our by our friend, Mr. Executive. Right now, speaking of friends, uh, you hear this guy, well, at least twice a week during the college football season, as we said, in his final appearance. We're going to find a way to bring Bama back every couple of weeks. Let's insert some college football conversation into the program. Uh, and Bama joins us. And Bama, we just heard, unfortunately, I mean, we're going to start with the Keith Jackson. Um, you know, some of the voices that we've talked about over the year being silenced now as we get older. Unfortunately, so do the guys that we grew up listening to. And uh, another one, uh, unfortunately, has passed away. And the voice of college football, we just heard the Rose Bowl, his final game. And what a way to go out, Bama. What an unbelievable career, uh, and for all that he did, will always be associated uh, as Mr. College Football, the voice of college football. Yeah, Ken, it is, and you're right. I mean, they just, I don't know, maybe Vern Lundquist is kind of the last of that generation, not only in foot, college football, but anyway, and I know he's retired from, from doing the college game, but he still does going to do, I think, some golf. Masters, yep. With, Yep, which is great. Um, I don't know about the NCAA tournament or college basketball. I haven't seen that, but you know Keith Jackson, like you said, it's a shame that a generation of college football fans, you know, starting now is is, is you know not going to know who he was, other than just from clips. And you know, his last game, you mentioned that great Rose Bowl game. I mean, and if ever there was a fitting ending for one of the all-time greats to, to call that game. I mean, it, it was it, it was with Keith Jackson. But I remember growing up with him. I say growing up. I mean, back in the 80s, he and Frank Boyles used to do the, I think it was on ABC, and they did just about every Iron Bowl. Um, and, you know, you, you just, it, it, it's like Brent Musburger. If Keith Jackson was calling that game, then you knew you were at a big game. And, can't tell you how many games I went to at Legion Field when when Alabama would play, you know, the Penn States or Notre Dame or Georgia or Tennessee back in the day, and and those great Iron Bowls, and uh, he he could do he could call anything, 
in any sport, and, and his resume is just, you know, just tremendous. Well, you know, another guy who passed away recently, Dick Enberg, same mm-hmm. thing, just great voice, and, yep. and, you know, of the NFL and, and everything else. But, I, you know, I'm, for me, the memory of Keith Jackson, the, really the best one for me was the 85 Iron Bowl. Uh, you know, really nothing on the line other than bragging rights, but you had, you know, you had Bo Jackson and Derek Thomas and Cornelius Bennett and just player, you know, Mike Shule was a quarterback. And, you know, Alabama comes down and makes a great drive at the end. And, you know, it's just one of these things. Van Tiffer runs onto the field, kicks a 55-yard field the goal to kick. win the game. And, yeah, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, just the call that he had. And, you know, you know, here, you know, you know ball a snap, kick us, you know, down, kick us up, and it is good. You know, as soon as he said good, he just lets it hang there for about mm-hmm. 20 to 25 seconds. He doesn't overtalk it, doesn't yell and scream. It's just, he just lets the moment play out, let the celebration play out. And then he comes back in with, the game is over. You know, that kind of thing. And kind of like the Jack Buck, you know, I don't believe what I just saw, you know, Kirk Gibson called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a shame, I, I, obviously, for the sport, for he and his, for, for his family and, and those dear to him. But, I mean, he just, he really, there's just nobody else like him, and there never will be anybody else like him. He's the Vin Scully of the sport. Um, there's just so many of these great guys. And he grew up in radio, and I really think that these guys that started out on radio really turned into great television commentators and um, play-by-play guys. To me, he I guess he, he was the John Madden, really. You know, he coined the term Big Uglies, which became a, hmm. a term of endearment for an offensive lineman. Right. You know, I think he tagged Michigan with the big house. He did. Uh, you know, the Granddaddy of them all. Yeah, granddaddy of them all, exactly. So there's so many things that will live on. Uh, you know, there's just in the lexicon of the sport that, that you know, came from him and, you know, I, I would lo- I would have loved to have had him and John Madden call a football game. I mean, how much fun would that have been? But uh, it, it's just it's a sad day, and you know, just just a Hall of Famer, the best that ever was in my book. Bama, when you look to the future, the future of broadcasters, Chris Fowler is the A team uh, guy right now with with, with ABC. I don't know. He, he doesn't have that same kind of just oh, mystique this about is an him. Excellent point, Trent. Who's next? Yeah. Is there anybody in the pipeline? Is there somebody young? You know, Jason Benetti's a young guy that does a lot, mm-hmm. but he's he's pretty milk toast. There just there doesn't seem to be that guy. Do you have anybody you can think of? I don't. And, and that's, excellent that's, point. That's kind of my point. You know, the, the, these guys who grew up, you know, Vince Scully on the radio. You know, Vince Scully did a lot of you know national broadcast. Kurt Gowdy. You know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I know half our audience probably more than that. Maybe I know <laughs> who we're talking about. You know, Jim McKay. You know, back in the Olympics, these guys that just you know painted pictures with the words, and they, I, a lot of them just you know started out in radio. Now, now they're just you know they go to the Syracuse School of Broadcasting, which is I'm sure it's great, and you know they just they just kind of get churned out, you know, and and you know. I just I don't see anybody in the pipe. There's nobody I listen to that I'm like, man, I just, you know, I can't wait to hear the call or how he's going to call this game. I like Sean McDonough. I think he's I think he's excellent. Yep. Um, but you know, is he the next Keith Jackson or or Vin Scully or Brent Musburger or you know whoever? I I don't think so. And I I just don't know that there are any. It's it's just that generation that you know we started. Losing several years, you know, Ernie Harwell with the Tigers and Milo Hamilton, and you know, just all these 
these great, great, you know, Harry Carey, I mean, if you will, you know, going back that far, there's all these great announcers in their various sports, and, uh, you know, they're, they're just one by one just, you know, being silenced. And, and I don't, I, for me, there's nobody that's really in the pipeline that I listen to because when I listen to ESPN or whether it's college football, there's so many college basketball games on now, and, um, you know, it, it's just, they just all sound the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really tell one from the other, and, you know, Chris is going to be the guy that's going to be most recognizable because he's, he does ESPN and their primetime games, and, uh, but I just, you know, I, he, he had, you know, he had one of the all-timers, um, you know, in, in the national championship game with Alabama and Georgia, the ending to that game, and it was good, but it wasn't, I, I would have loved to have had Keith Jackson make that call again, mm-hmm. because, you know, as soon as he says something, Herb Street comes in, and you know, you just sometimes you just gotta let the moment just kind of hang there and, and let it play out. And uh, and Fowler's not bad. I mean, right? You know, Tessa Ford makes me want to pull my eyeballs out. Yeah. But that's Gus Johnson for me. Preference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the same thing. Yep. I mean, I don't get the hype. I don't Nor do the, I. Uh, but I don't think there is Trent. I really don't, and it's a shame, but. It's just the way we're going to go, and I think a lot of it is just the medium. You know, so much of it is, you know, the content is being consumed now. You know, not necessarily on television, um, but you know, and, and it's highlights and it's internet and streaming and whatnot. But uh, I don't, I don't see that. I, I think that's just a generation. Uh, a golden generation of broadcasters that's just gone. Uh, boys, let's uh, move on. Um, there's, there is some college uh, football news. Uh, and it's actually college sports news, but, but more so football with this one, at least for now. It looks as though the red shirt rules are going to be relaxed. Uh, there was something, Bama, that came out yesterday that's going to be tabled, and that's the fact that students, athletes, would be able to transfer without penalty um, they would get they would get one transfer in their career. So theoretically, they could start at one school, go to another school without being penalized, having forced to sit out a year, and then that grad transfer thing would still be out there, assuming they meet the criteria from that. So theoretically, three schools perhaps. I mean, I think it's great to see coaches move all the time without having to sit out, and that's been an argument right. that's brought up time and time again. But that's going to be tabled. The one that's getting the most, uh, I, I guess, uh, steam behind it seems to be that red shirting that kids will now be able to play four games, any four games. So, I mean, they could be the four at the end, they could be two at the beginning, two at the end, and not lose your red shirt. I mean, if you've got a you know a kid that sat out to September and October, and the star running back gets hurt in November, and they need you, right. uh, it's not going to count against you. I think this is overdue. Uh, I applaud um, the powers that be for trying to. Uh, at least uh, on, uh, for appearances, make it seem like they're trying to do more for the student-athlete. Uh, I like it on the surface. What about, we'll start with you, Bam, and then get your take as well, Trent. Yeah, I, I, Ken, I agree with you on the surface. I think it's great. Uh, I think there's a lot of things. I think it may benefit quarterbacks in particular. You look at Tua this year. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, had he not had to play in the national championship game, if you have a freshman coming in at quarterback who you think might be your future, or is your backup or whatever, and, you know, you're playing an FCS team or you're getting through these blowout situations, um, as teams often do or, or, or whatnot, then, uh, or if you just want to make a switch, if you're just struggling and, hey, I want to see what this guy can do, you give him a couple of games, and if it works, you leave him in. If not, then, you know, it doesn't, 
it doesn't burn a year because you're forced to play him for a couple games. And, you know, listen, not everybody's Alabama and Ohio State and Texas that are just, you know, knee-deep in five-star recruits. Right. I think this could a lot of players uh, at, a, at a lot of levels, a lot of programs, as you mentioned. Um, the, the thing that would concern me about it is I don't know the process for, you know, redshirting again. I know that's a term, but, you know, do you, do you have to petition the NCAA for it? Does the school do that? Does the player do that? Because the, the thing I could see, just, you know, my cynical view is, you know, almost a team that would, you know, like Alabama or Ohio State that, you know, has a bunch of these utility players, if you will. And we're going to need them in spot situations. Um, so we only play them three games or we play them four games as we need them. But we're not going to petition the NCAA for another year for them because we're not going to need them next year because now we've got a five-star lined up behind them. Mm, you know, I see. You see yep. what I'm saying? I do, yep. And, and co- coaches, listen, I, I, am, I have switched in the last several years. I am for anything that benefits the players because everybody's making money off of this. Coaches, mm-hmm. universities, apparel companies, TV networks, everybody's getting rich except the actual people doing the work. And if, if it would help the players, I'm for it. I do see situations where it would benefit them. Uh, I hope, though, that you don't get into these roster churn situations where we're just using kids as we need them, and we're not going to need them next year. So, therefore, say a senior, you know, so we're not going to petition the NCAA for another year. I don't know if the kid can do that and say, all right, you know, fine, I only played three games this year for Ohio State. So, you know, I want my year back. Uh, I, I would assume there's a way to do that. I don't know that for a fact, but I think on the surface, yes, I like it, and I do think it would be most beneficial for some smaller schools or for the bigger schools, like I mentioned, the quarterback situation. Uh, your thoughts, Trent? I, I just, there needs to be some kind of minimum, I think, leaving in good academic standing to be eligible right away. I, I just, I, I wonder about that part of it. Where the grad transfer rule, you graduate. You graduate in four mm-hmm. years or, you know, sometimes less. We've seen that. Well, guys graduate in three and have two years of eligibility if they redshirted. I, I think there needs to be something in place, though, that it's not complete free agency. We don't have all these kids that aren't going to school for a semester. Then they show up at another school. That's what I don't want to see. So some kind of minimum. Does that make sense, Bama? Yeah, I think so. Uh, as far as the transfer rule goes, mm-hmm. um, you know, it can be tricky in basketball. I mean, yeah. you know, these one-and-done guys. Okay, well, maybe if I'm a one-and-done, I think I'm going to be a one-and-done at Kentucky, and, you know, I'm not as good as I think I am. Uh, so then can I play one semester or whatnot and then transfer to another school where I know I'm going to play? You know, as long as I don't declare, you know, hire an agent, that kind of thing. But, um you know, I, I think the transfer rule probably would have more of an effect maybe in sports like that as opposed to football. Um, the football thing for me is, is more of the red shirt, you know, the four games right. type of thing. Uh, I don't know if that's going to equate to basketball. Is it, you know, football you play, you know, 12, 13, 14. Basketball you play 35. You know, is there going to be a threshold, a different threshold there? You know, if you play in eight, uh, you can get your red shirt back. I don't know if there's if it's a percentage or if it's a straight number. I would think percentage. Yeah. It, how about this, Bama? 
So a lot of times for some schools, the national championship game on that Monday starts the second semester. Uh, Sam Darnold just shows up in an Alabama uniform, and he's ready to play in the national title game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to exactly. allow that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, listen, if there's a loophole, these coaches will exploit it, and they will, and they will exploit it, yeah. and they will exploit it to their benefit. And, you know, again, it's, it's you know, like I said, I used Tadley Aboa for, for an example this year. You know, had he not just burst onto the scene in the national championship game, it would have cost him a year of eligibility this year because I think he played in maybe four games in blowout situations. So, uh, you know, a quarterback, again, I think, because you only play one at a time uh, and, and generally only play one in the game. So I think that could be, it's almost a developmental, you know, situation where you can get him some game action, but, Again, the flip side of that is you put him in and maybe you say, oh, you know what, he's not as good as we thought he was. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, we're not going to burn a red shirt on him because, you know, we've got a five-star coming in behind him that we think he's going to take a spot next year. Like I said, if I'm for anything that benefits the players, and I think it can benefit a lot of them uh, in certain situations. But, again, if coaches can, they will uh, use it to their benefit and exploit the situation uh, to – their Guys, we've got two minutes left. Uh, let, let's end it with Bryce Love, who rushed for over 2,000 yards uh, at, at Stanford this year. Uh, he was the runner-up in the Heisman. I mean, it was I mean, it, it was Baker Mayfield in a landslide, but at least Bryce Love, I mean, he got, um, I don't remember what it was. He was second by, by a mile anyways. Clearly second, but not a threat to Baker Mayfield. He's coming back for his senior year. You don't see this very often, especially when we put 2,000 yards in the bank, Bama. Um Look, it's it's hard. It's a Stanford education, so it's hard to say that he's making a mistake. Sure. Uh, but it's just surprising that uh, you see a guy this talented that is eligible to leave school decides to come back to school. Yeah, it is, and it's refreshing. And you know, good for him. I mean, I I don't know if this was just a you know a business decision looking at the running back class. I, I would think if you're going to be a running back. You know, this might be the year to come out because you know you got Jonathan Taylor next year. Uh, you know, you know maybe coming out or or you know Damian Harris is another guy who decided for Alabama that he's coming back next year. And his answer was, I just love the university and I want to play college football. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is great. Um, and maybe that's Bryce Love's thing. You know, again, maybe like you said, maybe it's an education for him. Maybe he's looking at a degree from Stanford's going to go get me further than whatever I do in the NFL. And and Again, I'm for I, whatever his reasonings are. It's good for the sport because you know I think we were robbed of his best this year with that ankle injury. No question. There's, he was just really lighting it on fire. Uh, Saquon Barkley really got all the pub, but I I thought that Bryce Love was and, and you know Taylor as well. I just thought that you know Love might have been the best. He was just hurt, you know, so often, and and we saw him just limping around and, and trying to play and. You know, I give him credit for that as well. I mean, how easy would have been just for him to fold it up and say, you know what, I'm not going to risk further injury or permanent injury uh, to my NFL career. But he went out there and played for his team, his teammates, and his coaches, and his school, and and now he's coming back to do it again. And I hope he. Get, I'm glad he's doing it. I think it's great for the sport, and I hope we get a full season uh, of him healthy because when he's, you know. When he's out there, when he's doing his thing, I mean, he's as fun to watch as anybody, and uh, especially in that league, uh, you know, it, it's hard to it, – it's crazy as many Heisman finalists as Stanford has had, uh, you know, and, and haven't won it 
Uh, I think he is a guy that's going to be, you know, at the top of the list next Him year. It would be great if they could actually uh, pull one of these off one year. You know, he's had, you know, McCaffrey, McCaffrey and Ross sure, and Earhart and, yep. and, and all these guys that have, that have been to New York that really haven't, you know, gotten a, a sniff of the trophy and be great if they could finally get one. Hey, last thing, just a minute left with you, Bama. Uh, speaking of guys coming back, the whole defensive line of Clemson is coming back. Is that enough yeah. to uh, bump them above Alabama for your preseason number one here on, what is it, January 18th? <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably, maybe, I don't know. I mean, look. They're That's the, the right next. answer, Bama. I don't know. It's January <laughs> <Yeah>. 18th. <laughs> I mean, you know, talk to me after spring and fall practice. Okay. Because two of those guys could get hurt. They could get academically ineligible. I mean, <laughs> you know, on the, on paper, it looks like it. you got to think Kelly Bryant's going to be a little better next year. As good as he was this year, he'll be better next. Uh, they'll develop some receivers. They got a great recruiting class coming in. But I mean, listen, Nick's not going anywhere. Kirby Smart's not going anywhere. Urban's not going anywhere. Um, but you know, I'm glad again to see. It's kind of like these guys are deciding as a unit almost that they wanted to come back and you know the whole mm-hmm. unfinished business thing. And you know, if, if they come back and they're healthy and you know they play like they did this year, you would have to think they're going to get another shot. I know Miami is making noise down there. I think Florida State probably better. Uh, this year, I mean, you would think they'd have to be better, but are they going to be a contender to really tag her? Um, it's probably Clemson and, and Miami now that, you know, Lamar Jackson's gone from Louisville in that conference. But, um, yeah, I mean, sure, rank them number one, but, you know, it, it really doesn't matter uh, because they're going to have to uh, go out and win on the field. But wouldn't surprise me if they're back in the Final Four next year, that's for sure. We are out of time, Bama. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. All right, guys, always appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Good to talk to you. Talking college football with uh, Bama Bob. Excellent point, though, Trent. I mean, Clemson, who we talked about a ton all year long, how good they were, right? And you thought, too, maybe three of those guys were going to go. Absolutely. Everybody comes back. back. And I like Kelly Bryant. He was dinged up a lot of this year. I think there is... Huge shoes to fill, and I thought you did a good job. I'm with you. Yep, yeah, I... Clemson might be number one for me. Could be. We will take a timeout. Uh, what have you and Jimmy B got today from four until six? Uh, coming up today, we got Ken Silverstein topping, stopping by. We're going to talk a little Big Ten hoops with him in the dire straits that the Ooh. conference has a whole. After one through four, who do you like? Might be, might be Nebraska. I'm, tonight, that's what I'm watching. Nebraska what time Michigan. is their game? Is it eight? I think it's an eight o'clock game. Yeah, Big Ten. You know, his guy just jumped into my mind. Back to your excellent question: Who's next? Yeah. Kugler? Kugler's pretty good. Yeah. Does football, does basketball. Yeah. But he's I mean, he's got to obviously spread his wings. B- mm-hmm. BTN, you're not going to get the recognition. Yep. He does Westwood one yep. uh, for basketball, does a good job on mm-hmm. that. That could be one, uh, a different kind of voice, absolutely. I, yeah. could, I could buy that one. How about a guy like Adnan Verk? Uh, he's pretty good. Not bad, not bad. I don't know how young he is. But a lot of, the, but a lot those of those are, ESPN guys, you don't know if they're 29 or if they're 43. Right. We were, we're talking about generational broadcasters, the yeah. ones that we've been losing. Keith Jackson, we're out of time. we got to yeah. go. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, a football Friday. Paul Allen, voice of the Minnesota Vikings, 135. Mr. Executive makes that possible. Can't wait to talk to PA. Uh, Trent and Jimmy B, 4 to 6. Trent and I, back tomorrow, noon to 2 on the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for listening to 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. The bag sale is back. Bring in your reusable Menards bag or pick one up for 98 cents and save 15% on anything you can fit inside the bag, no matter how you stack it, no matter how you pack it. Save 15% on everything you can fit in the bag now at Menards. Pack your bag with doorknobs, paint, groceries, any item that fits in the bag. Hurry in. Sale ends January 20th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com promo. That's Indeed.com promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. It's time for some straight talk. You have their unlimited plan. So why do you keep running out of high-speed data? Never run out again with Straight Talk's new Ultimate Unlimited plan. Get all the 4G LTE data you want, all high-speed, and all for just 55 bucks a month on America's largest, most dependable 4G LTE networks, only from Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Video typically streams at DVD quality. Please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at straighttalk.com. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 North 